Welcome in, everybody, to another episode of 410 Sports Talk. I'm James Haskell, along with my co-host, Glenn Martin, and DK in the background. And we're here today, as you can see in the title, talk about ESPN's way too early ranked power ranking uh, power rankings of the NFL's upcoming season. But before we dig into it and give you our reaction, take a second and do a few things. One, if you haven't already subscribed to the channel, it would be a great appreciation from us. Uh, also, turn on your notifications so you stay up to date. Obviously, it's the all-season, so there's... A lot of stuff going down, a lot of drama, and we're going to keep you up to date on it. A lot of uh, moving pieces to this roster. And then, of course, if you're on the road, anywhere you want to listen to your podcast, you guys can find us as well if you're not able to view it at that time. So go make sure to you know subscribe anywhere you listen to your pod uh, podcast as well. But, Glenn, the list came out. I think you mentioned this. ESPN compiled this through a, a whole consortium of guys, gals, folks that are media writers for them. 80. Uh, 80 of them, and they've mm-hmm. put this list together, come to a consensus. So uh, let's get to the big reveal here, and let's uh, let's get this reaction. DK, what do you got for us, dude? All right. All right, here we are. As you can see there, 80, uh, let's see, writers, editors, and TV personalities all mm. evaluated the teams and came up with this list, top to bottom, 1 through 32, your NFL team. Let's see who brings in number one. Hello, the Baltimore Ravens. Glenn, are you surprised? A bit. Yeah, I'm a bit. Su- I mean, I'm not surprised in the sense that I knew we'd be up the, at near the top, but a bit surprised that we're at the very tippity top. I mean, number one. Uh, look, it's a this is a very talented team, a team that's drafted really well in the last few years. So they got a great core. And they got their quarterback locked up. So it makes sense that they're at the top. But, yeah, I, I got to say I'm a little surprised to put them just because I thought the the more, you know, the Super Bowl favorites would just be penciled in sure. uh, unless there was some. Yeah, you're the like, best until you're not. Yeah, unless this was like when Tom Brady was cut, was retiring from Tampa and they took a massive drop. That that I understand. But, I mean, I'm, I'm just a little bit surprised that the Ravens were not uh, third or second or no, they got them number one. Were you shocked at all? Uh, a little shocked here. I- I'll also agree with you. It also shows you that, uh, look, the media still doesn't like the Ravens. They decide, yeah, we'll, we'll give them credit now. When it doesn't matter, it means oh, two bottles of beans. Balloons? Oh, no. You know what I mean? It's exactly what it's like here, guys. This yeah. is worth nothing, but we'll give you this constellation price. Thanks. Right? Yeah. Like, after all season of excuses on excuses as to why, you know, you don't want to say good things about the Ravens for a lot of folks. All of a sudden, you they're number one. Great. But no, I was a little surprised. But I think what this speaks to, Glenn, is a few things. One, respect for Lamar Jackson. Two, the Ravens' ability to draft well, like you mentioned. But also three, if you look at DK, if it's okay with you guys, I want to scroll down a little bit and look at the, just maybe just the top five and uh, to kind of solidify my comment. If you look at the Chiefs, the Niners, respectively, obviously they should be there. Uh, Detroit sort of. Um, and then who's fifth? Is it the, okay, the Bills. For some reason, I thought it was the Dolphins. Guys, Bills. But now if we go back to the Ravens, the reason I think the Ravens are number one ultimately here is that if you compare the core mm-hmm. of each one of those teams, I think the Ravens probably have the least amount of questions. I know we got a lot of questions. Mm-hmm. But like, look, the you can say which one about Meta BK, but what are the Chiefs doing with Chris Jones? It looks like the early predictions are that he's not going to be there. Right. So I, I, and their I feel defense like, is wildly different with him not on the field. And how many years can they continue to win with just Travis Kelsey? Who's another year older? 
Right. You know, and so um I mean, I just and then the Niners, I I would feel bad. I feel really bad for Niners fans because I feel like that team was built bought, not built. Now I know that 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 uh they have some draft picks that have done well for them as well, but they're a very I think I don't know how all the contracts are, but based on how a lot of their contributors were built. There's a there that roster's fluid at least outside looking in. I don't I'm not sure how all that's going to go down. Now having Brett Purdy, you know, under cheap contract helps, but my point here in a million words is simply that I think the Ravens have the best existing core as of today and the least amount of questions just my opinion. So I think that's why they made the Ravens number number 1 outside the fact that they just got a, you know, their their quarterback was MVP again. Yeah, it certainly helps and and the youth across the the roster yeah. at, at, at key positions i think helps as well uh, i mean it's kind of like you said jimbo it's like uh it's 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 cool to see in a sense because uh of course ravens fans need to do everything they can to turn the page to next season and this is an early peak that at least indicates that espn thinks the ravens are going to be pretty damn good and and we were entertained this year by the team i think we all were went on a beautiful ride with them. And maybe this is an indication that next season will be uh, just as fun. Let's hope it ends a little bit better. But I think the reason, uh, I think the reason that they're, they're up there, you mentioned it, you mentioned all the things as far as the draft, well, the young core, but also the way this team has hit on free agents as of late, Mm -hmm. I think, I mean, it's been, it's been impressive. I mean, what they did from the defensive side of the ball, bringing in guys on the edge, like Clowney and Van Noy, on the offensive side of the ball, bringing in key veterans. Look, Odell wasn't a uh, a huge stat guy, but I think his impact was felt in a big, big way, no doubt about it. And then also in the trade market. I mean, when's the last time Eric DaCosta didn't win a trade? I mean, he every single year, it seems like, he pulls off another gem. And so I'm sure that went into this you know prediction as mm-hmm. well. Uh, we, we are in good hands here uh, with this front office. There's always going to be turnover, no matter what team you're a fan of, but knowing that we have Eric DaCosta, Ozzie Newsome, you know, at, at kind of spearheading our roster, uh, I, man, it, it makes me feel good at least that I never have to worry about being a team like the Carolina Panthers who, spoiler alert, are number 32 on this list. <laughs> uh, we don't have to worry about turning into the commanders anytime soon or, yep. or, you know, the Cardinals who are constantly finding themselves in the top five of drafts. It's uh, as frustrating as the loss was, and it hurt. At least we know that next year they're going to be competing again, and they'll have another shot at hopefully dethroning that dare going Patrick Mahomes and them stinking ass Chiefs. Yeah, yeah. Uh. No, I I I agree with you there. Um, now also I want to take a quick look at the guys that are in the other teams that are at least in our division. Yeah. Uh, I think it would make sense. Uh, so, you know, we got the top five, which we talked about, but if we go down the list, let's spot the next AFC North. I'm really quickly. I'm surprised the dolphins are this high. Just my opinion. Uh, just mine. Uh, but, uh, our right, DK, let's keep going here. Dallas Cowboys seven. Um, where's the next AFC North guy, Philly, eight Texans, nine Packers. Okay. So coming in at 11, we got the Cleveland Browns. Look of at course, their off season in three words, Jimbo. Get Watson, right? I loved it. I love that they can do nothing about yeah. that. I love yeah. it. Yeah, I don't, you know, look, and we called it. We called this a long time ago. I don't know if this guy ever truly does require or ever um, does recover, excuse me. Uh, but yeah, no, they they got some serious problems when Joey Flack seems to be a better option 
coming off the yep. couch than your than your franchise quarterback. So they're in at eleven though, Glenn. Yeah. Uh, and look, are they you surprised wanna... that he? They're the second AFC North team. They're the team. Um, yeah. I'm a bit surprised no, it wasn't the Bengals. Only because I feel like the Bengals got questions too, right? Like I know Joe didn't have a lower leg injury or any or you know lower extremity injury or anything like that, but. You know what happened? They they had struggles defensively. They started the season rough last year, and I know they started coming on, but um, they got up. They got two divas that they got to pay. Does that cause issues? You know what I mean? Like, yeah. What what goes on there? So and look, the Browns' defense is the Browns' defense as of this point, right? Like that's a mm-hmm. they got they got beat pretty bad by the Texans, but Joe threw two pick sixes, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, you can't do that. No. So yeah, Cleveland comes in at eleven. All right, let's keep going here and see where the let's see if we can find the Bengals. All right, Bengals in at thirteen. What's your take on this one? Yeah, I mean, I thought to me, I would put them higher than the Browns only because they got the quarterback, right? Yeah, I mean, you got a sixty-four million dollar quarterback in Cleveland who was at best, I would say. I mean, I, I guess you could say at best is their second best quarterback, but it was pretty clear that Joe Flacco was the best and he was their fourth option last year and see that that cap number is higher this year than it's been uh to this point and the next three years it's 64 million so uh i just don't know how you can manage around that unless that 64 million dollar guy is so special that he raises the play of those around him and he don't he's not even good enough he is a below average quarterback so he's certainly not good enough to raise the the level around him whereas i think joe burrow does have that ability they, yeah. It looks like they're going to tag T. Higgins, yeah, which you know could keep this group together at least one more season, and we'll see, you know, if injuries and and if the Ravens have anything to say about them making any noise. But I'm, I'm, uh, it, it's so weird. Every year I, I want to write off the Steelers, but as you scroll down, let me see where we're yeah, at here. See where we're at. I almost feels like the NFL wants to also, but yeah. But dude, I'm sorry. If if you want to give me right now early odds on saying the, that the Steelers are going to finish better than the 18th best team, I'm Take taking them. it. I'm Take taking them. them, bro. I don't know who yeah. their quarterback is. I don't think he's on their team. But uh, man, I, I still think by year's end next year, we're going to see that the AFC North is going to remain the toughest division in football. Yeah, I agree. Justin Fields or or Russell Wilson. Oh, that's a good one. I hope it's not Justin Fields. I hope it's Russell Wilson. <laughs> yeah, so your preference then, if you were the GM, you would rather have Fields. Oh, sure. He's got so much more. We don't even know his ceiling yet. We know we know the yeah. ceiling is done and gone when it comes to Russell Wilson. Yeah. Um, but, I mean, who? I guess he has the higher floor. Do you say that? I, 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 I don't even know. He's played pretty poorly. And I think the floor is high with Justin because of his legs. Good point. You know what I mean? I think that keeps that, that proverbial floor high because if, worst case scenario, he can obviously, he can always kill you with his legs. Yeah. And they did bring in a new offensive coordinator, Arthur Smith from the Atlanta Falcons, who, you know, was pretty good when he had Derrick Henry in his backfield with, uh, with the Tennessee Titans. And he was able to just run him 40 times a game, mm-hmm. but we'll see what he's got, uh, with your boy. Uh, yeah, Najee Najee Harris Harris. Is no Derrick Henry. <laughs> we'll Speaking see. of Derrick Henry, we'll see where he ends up. Yeah, a lot of a lot of speculation around them yeah. as well. But yeah, I mean, I guess it's all at the end of the day, it's always cool to see the Ravens get any type of love nationally because it seems yeah. like it's uh it, it's difficult for those national media. Yeah, we appreciate uh, the constellation prize. DK saying maybe yeah. he goes to Pitt. DK, maybe he comes to Baltimore. 
Yeah, why would he go to Pitt, man? With Najee? And yeah. Warren? Yeah, nice. He, dude, if he ends up in the AFC North, it's right here, baby. That's him right. and Lamar in the backfield would be a nightmare. That's true. That's true. It'd be exciting to see. But uh, are you guys like Jimmy, or is this just a, a consolation prize? Is this a... Uh, is it? Is, some people may call this salt in the wound by ESPN. Uh, and, I, and I know that uh, Chris Jones echoed these sentiments in saying that the Ravens were the best team, uh, which didn't make me feel any better when I heard him say it either. So let us know what you guys think about these way too early power rankings in the comments below, and we'll talk soon. See ya.